0: Lee Horton.
1: Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solve. Today, I want to talk to you about silence. Well, not just silence. Let's uh, let's let's rewind a little bit. Uh, if you've followed me or follow me on social media, then you'll see a lot of my content, and uh, and we've also had a podcast or two about it. Has been about asking better questions and and how we can ask better questions um, and what makes it a better question and and things like that. So that has been an area of uh, of topic and focus. Uh, but what I've what I've realised is we, we've not really spoken about it. if you ask a really good question, if you ask a better question that makes people think, then what should you do after you've asked that question and? It's something that not a lot of people are comfortable with and it's about accepting silence. So how comfortable are you with silence and um, and, and what can you do to become more comfortable with silence? Because if you ask a closed question um, that requires a simple yes or no answer, then the conversation flows. It bats back and forth. If You ask a question, they answer. You ask a question, they answer. You ask a question, they answer very little thinking required, and it's just a, it's just a conversation. But if you wanna truly build the capability of our people, um, of your people, of your, of your team, of your colleagues, of your peers, then you've got to maybe ask better questions that fundamentally um, make people or help people to think. And if you're asking a question that makes people think, then you have to give them the space and time to think. But what I've realized is that some people are more, comfortable than others when it comes to silence so you might be somebody that when you get in a lift and you're traveling on a on the floor with people that you don't know in a lift do you break that silence with an uncomfortable giggle do you ask people how they are or how their day's been or do you just stand awkwardly hoping that somebody will break that silence because fundamentally how comfortable you are in that situation and working on that type of thing will help you when you want to coach your people and coach teams because you've just got to become more comfortable with silence. I could and am bet getting better at being more comfortable with silence and not breaking the silence and intend to now um, outweigh other people, no matter how comfortable it is. But it's taken a lot of practice. You can't, I don't believe, go from going from listening to this podcast and going, right, okay, at least I've got to... Uh, I should be uh, better and more comfortable with silence to then, today, as soon as this is, uh, and just become natural or more natural at being comfortable with silence. something that takes practice. Um, Some common traits or some common things that I see people doing that are uncomfortable with silence, they, after asking a question, will wait a couple of seconds. And then maybe apologise and rephrase the question um, in a way that they think they might ask the question better. So they might be asking really good questions, but their nervousness or their their lack of comfort with silence is forcing them to ask another question based on the same thing and rewording it just to fill the gap. Because it comes from a place of trying to help the other person. But what you're actually doing is you might not be helping the person. They have not said to you that they've not understood the question You've interpreted their inability to answer the question as them not understanding the question, um, and so they then then get the same question from you twice, and you break their uh, their pattern of thinking. So yes, yeah, so that's uh, that's what one what, one thing that people do. Um, another thing that people do is they will um, maybe answer the question or provide prompts um, or or things for people to think about. So. Um, what are you for your t- uh, What do you think you're going to have for your tea tonight? Um, oh, you could have chicken. You could have beef. You could have uh, a vegetarian meal. So you're, but what you're doing then is biasing the thoughts of of the people that you're having a conversation with and steering them down a particular path. So again, not allowing them to get comfortable in their thoughts because your lack of comfort with silence is is creating a need for you to fill the void. So if you are asking better questions then you need to be better at being silent and creating the safe space for people to think. For people to think, get lost in the thoughts and truly explore their thinking about that particular thing that you've asked. A lot of things in that sentence, wasn't there? So, um, shall we try it? How comfortable are you with silence? It probably won't work on a, on a podcast. So it's probably pointless. Um, trying it, but I encourage you to think for an open question and think of a question that requires some thinking. So remember when we spoke about asking better questions, it was not asking why questions; it was asking what and how questions, um, and trying to raise that question up so that you're not pointing them. So, an example: I was working with a coach recently who was um, is trying to encourage and support a team to um, to to use and incorporate visual management in what they were doing the question that they asked was how could you visualize the performance of your team which um, is a how question but it actually points them towards the the thing that they need to to visualize so that the coach owned the solution of visualization um, if you'd have raised that up a little bit further um, it could be uh, how can everybody understand how you are doing today is different. You're not suggesting that they visualize. So let's just look at those two questions. How can you visualize your performance? The, the thinking that, that you're encouraging the person to, to, or the thoughts that you're encouraging that person to think about are purely focused on, well, um, Lee said that I need to visualize my performance so my thinking will be constrained to visualizing the performance I could put it up there I could create a graph I can uh, pop it on a board I could um, do all sorts of things like that If you ask people the question uh, what can you do or how can you ensure that everybody knows how they are doing then that could be all sorts of, of different things and, and and they've got to then think about that particular. Challenge or well, everybody. Bob likes this, and Peter works from home, and and Barbara um, spends time most of the time on, on that team, or, or whatever it is. Um, you've got to then create the space for for that person to think about all of these things. So your ability to be comfortable with silence, I think, is a is a important factor in your ability to coach and lead your people. No matter how good your question is, if you're not creating and providing the space for the thinking to occur, then your question is useless. So it's twofold, isn't it? It's twofold. I, I think this is a relatively, or really quite a, an important point for you as a leader, of people or, or change, the space that you provide has got to be a safe one. So. Um you might, there's three th- three things, okay? Three things. One, your ability to ask better questions, to make people think. We spoke in a podcast um, a while ago, didn't we? About trying to reduce it, what our aim is to reduce the gap from a thought to an action um, occurring. And but first, your question has got to create as many thoughts in people. So question number one, are you asking better questions to create thoughts in your people? Question number two, are you leaving space after the question has been asked to fully allow people to explore their thoughts? And then point number three is when you've, or when they have explored their thoughts, is the environment safe for them to share exactly what it is that they are thinking and what they've thought about? So this uh, this, this coaching, this, this leading people and teams um, I think at, at the highest level, if you can consider how effective you are at these things and work on these three things, then that's not a bad place to be. Point number one, are you asking better questions? The, the higher um, the question, the more thinking that you create in your people um, and you're moving away from the why or the, the closed question to more open and, um, and, and wide questions to encourage more thinking. That's good. So, so have a think about the questions that you're asking your people. Question number uh, or point number two is Are you then leaving enough space for people to think uh, without you filling that void and trying to help them? I, I fully appreciate it. it's coming from a place of, of help and care. You might think that people are struggling, they might not be able to um, answer the question that you think you might perceive that they've not understood or interpreted exactly what you've asked so you fill that void with extra narrative extra points um extra like yeah clarity but actually that is uh, that's breaking their thinking and they might not have said or given you any signals that they don't actually understand the other uh, thing you've, you've asked and then uh, number three is all around the space that you have created um is it a safe space or once one people have had their thoughts, how comfortable, confident and safe are they in actually truly sharing them? that might be internal to them uh, or it might be external in terms of the environment as well. I think if you can work on those three things, then um, then that is a, a well exciting place and team that you are creating um, because you're consistently are cons- constantly challenging your people to think and uh, giving them the time to think and then creating an environment where it's safe to share those thoughts that is what i want to talk to you today originally i was just thinking about the silence thing but as my thinking has developed through this conversation i've then just developed those three things um and uh and I might develop that a little bit further, actually, and create a little uh, a little guide, uh, something for me to do in the evenings in a hotel, isn't it? Uh, anyway, have yourself a lovely, lovely week. And if you have any questions or you want to get in touch, then uh, you know where to go. At Lee at getknowledge.co.uk or uh, find me on any of the socials. Take care, have an amazing week, and uh, chat soon.
0: Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver, or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.